Hello! My name is Pragya Chaudhary and I am a member of Health Needs Rx, a new organization with the mission to mitigate health disparities through educational video content and information guides on essential topics like chronic diseases, mental health, respiratory illnesses, health literacy, and more to help people optimize their health. We also strive to spur discussion on health disparities and the state of them today through our blog Medquity and this very podcast discussing disparities. Today I am joined by Youth in Dentistry, who will talk more about dental health and dental health disparities. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm the founder of Youth in Dentistry. I'm Angela Zhang. So today I will be answering questions. So the first question is, what is covered by oral health? Poor oral health means you have untreated tooth decay, missing teeth, gum diseases. These can lead to unhealthy diet choices as well as increasing your risk for infection and illness. In particular, pregnant women may have premature birth. So um, for gum diseases, it's more likely you're gonna become diabetic. So it's hard to control blood pressure, not blood sugar, and you are mostly, most likely to have a heart attack. So how do you treat it? The dentist suggests you should brush your teeth at least twice a day. Use toothbrush with soft bristles. And for elders, if they have dentures, clean them every day by using a cleansing solution. Those are some very good tips for dental health. Now, where are some of the most glaring disparities in dental and oral health? Hi everyone, my name is Li Tang and I'm one of the social media managers for Youth and Dentistry and I'm going to be answering this question. So the disparities in dental and oral health are mainly tied to other social issues as well, such as racial inequality. And many ethnic minorities or low-income families don't have money to afford dental care in most cases such as undocumented um, undocumented immigrants don't have the necessary legal papers to qualify for state insurance like Medi-Cal. And that means not only the parents are denied access to to dental services, but also the children. And many parents aren't actually aware of this information and cannot instill a um, taking care of oral health in their children. And this can lead to tooth decay, cavities, and other dental complications at a young age. And I want to tie this into an experience I had at the UCSD Pre-Dental Society Clinic. It was a community clinic that aimed to provide dental care to community members and without insurance. And I think these clinics are great in terms of um, helping out the community and also spreading uh, the idea of maintaining oral health and providing these services for people without access to dental care. And that's sort of what drove me to the dental unit in the first place. This is even more evident in second and third world countries, such as when I was growing up in Vietnam, I never went to the dentist until I had to get like my teeth extracted because I had a lot of cavities. And it was because that we couldn't, dental care wasn't a popular subject and we couldn't like afford it. So it's really important for us to be spreading these ideas. That's really true. And I'm glad you shared your story about working with the dental clinic and how you were brought into the dental field. And yes, uh, dental and oral health care is expensive and ties into a lot of other 
racial and ethnic disparities on whether or not it is accessible. So thank you for those points. What would you say are some stigmas about oral health? I think those stigmas will prevent people from seeking help and they will feel isolated and excluded. There are four things a dentist knows if their patient feels stigmatized about their dental, dental health. So the first one is fear. Um, it's like, does the patient avoid social encounters? And then the second one is value. Does the patient feel a sense of shame? Oh, the third one, I think is the most, most important one. It's like, does others treat the, their patient differently because of their oral health, like their appearance? Since like they don't have access to professionals or like proper way to take care of their oral health. The fourth one and the last one is disclosure. Are their patients afraid to disclose the actual state of their teeth or are they reluctant to seek professional help? These can lead to their patient for like losing confidence. Here are two like examples. So some people without access to oral health or teeth and other things they're discussing. Just like Ni said before, in Vietnam, there's no like um, dental care or like they're not developed enough. So in those developing countries, there has less technology, so which means like they have less money to afford. And here's my personal experience. So people will criticize me for not having straight teeth. Cause right now, like most people will get braces when they're young in America. And then I think everyone has different size of jaws. So like the situation would be different and the cases will be different. Like some people would do tooth extractions or, or other stuff. So not everyone fits for braces. I feel like this is like, but better for me as a person because I'm different than others. Well, I guess I can remember by others, which is a good thing. And those are some really good points. Um, I love how you brought in your own personal experience. I would definitely say that people's teeth and people's mouths are something that people really look to for expression. So there is a lot of stigma about getting dental care and not having those perfect teeth, getting the braces, not getting braces. Um, so yeah, those are some really big stigmas about oral health. What is some misinformation that is spread about oral health? This is actually a really interesting question, so thank you for it. Um, I have about four points that I want to bring up, and it's like some of the most popular misconceptions. And the first myth is that it's good to brush your teeth right away after a meal but it's actually best to rinse your mouth with water and wait about 15 to 30 minutes before brushing to avoid the risk of damaging your tooth enamel. And another misconception is that people um, usually assume that like, my teeth are fine, so I don't need to visit the dentist. But it's really important to get frequent dental checkups to identify any underlying conditions that aren't apparent. And dentists are really there to help take care of your teeth and spot any complications that may harm you in the future. Um, another common myth is that sugar causes cavities. This is kind of true, but actually eating more sugar doesn't necessarily mean that you get more cavities. Since the cavities are caused by the bacteria in the teeth and your gum, feeding on those sugars and carbohydrates. And this is why it's really important to rinse and brush your and floss your teeth regularly. And 
Another misconception is that brushing your teeth harder would make your teeth cleaner. And actually the tooth enamel is, is the, the thin covering outside of your tooth is very delicate and can be damaged easily if you brush your teeth too vigorously. So it's best to use a soft bristle toothbrush and brush it in a circular motion back and forth and focus on each tooth at a time. Those are some very uh, interesting, and I'm glad that uh, we have those. Uh, you shared that information with us. Those are definitely some things that I personally have heard from people about dental care and how to brush my own teeth and how to take care of my own teeth, and hearing how those are actually misunderstandings and uh, how to properly do, how to properly brush my teeth and take care of uh, one's mouth is something that I'm glad we are able to share with our listeners. So, talking about teaching oral health, how would you teach oral health to differing levels of education? So, elementary school, middle school, high school, college level and above. Well, for this question, I have another personal experience. I'll be talking about that later. So, I think teaching children good oral hygiene habits can lead to a lifetime of healthy smiles. And for schools in general or like education in general i think like contacting local dentists to inquire about having a dental health mouth speaker come to your classroom is really a good choice so for elementary students um i think you can teach them about like their teeth and then how to brush in a proper way so prevent future like cavities or plate and then also, general basic of oral health, like how to take care of it, just like brushing teeth. And then having a healthy habits, like you have to like rinse your mouth after eating. And then those are the generals about like den dental field or like your teeth. For middle school and high school students, I would suggest have like a guest speaker to go to their school and then talk about the dental field and give them an insight of it. So like for those students who wants to be a dentist in the future, you can get to know ahead of it. And then like how to prepare if they would like to be a dentist. Like the college they need to attend and then the standardized test, test they need to do and then about choosing dental schools. And then after that, there will be different specialties you, you can choose from. So here's a um, personal experience. Well, I didn't, the dental field, I, I got interested in dental field cause it's the time when I found out I can get braces. So I was thinking just like we can help more people. If I can't have braces, I'll just make them have braces. Well, like I want to be an orthodontist. And that was your personal experience with wanting to study dentistry and understand and learning about dental health. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Um, that's a really cool story. And yeah, all of those things about bringing in speakers to classrooms for elementary school, pursuing um, dental health as a career as uh, while studying in college, all of that sounds very, very um, pertinent and sounds very, very good to keep in mind. Speaking of keeping in mind, what are some things dental health professionals should keep in mind when it comes to their patients? 
great segue. Um, I, I say that generally most dentists are very knowledgeable on this topic of dental um, disparities and many of them are striving to help resolve it. Since dentists are not only trained in the technicalities of their own specialties, but also how to take care of patients and interact with them, um, I've seen many dentists gone on mission trips to underserved communities to provide these services to them. So if anything, I'd love to see and hear more about them more dental health professionals and students really participating and spreading this idea of there are certain people that don't have access to dental services and we can do our best to help them out. Definitely. Um, I was not aware of the mission trips and stuff uh, that dentists were taking and so to know that that's happening, that there are steps being taken to address these disparities, um, it's very heartwarming it's very it's like it gives hope that um because dental health is something that is often kind of joked about and put aside like oh i have to go to the dentist um and understanding that dental health is incredibly important and that dentists and dental health professionals understand that not everybody has access to dental health and is working to and are working to make those disparities a little less extreme is very heartwarming what are some things that the ordinary person should keep in mind about dental health? Um, I think the most important thing that ordinary people should keep in mind is that they need to have regular dental checks. So if you're going to have a regular dental check, the dentist can check if you have oral cancer or not and like play cavities and then they will have x-rays to see the problems under the surface like your teeth roots some and the other stuff. Skipping dental appointments may not seem like a big deal, but I think oral issues can develop and progress extremely quickly, whether or you you notice it or not. So I think by keeping on top of your dental cleanings and checkups, you are doing yourself a big flavor in the in the wrong long run. And then here are some tips I would like to give to people. So don't go to your bed without brushing your teeth because you have to brush your teeth at night. It get rid of the germs and plague that accumulate throughout the day. And then the second thing is treat flossing as important as brushing because flossing is to stimulate gums, reduce plague and help lower inflammations in the area. So I think those two things are the most important. Definitely going to keep those in mind, especially brushing your teeth before bed is something to remember and um, making sure that if you can, you are getting those checkups. Um, so now talking, we were talking about the mission trips earlier and I wanted to ask, are there any uh, other solutions to dental health disparities, even including those mission trips? How, what are some of the current solutions to dental health disparities? So as mentioned before, this issue is tied to so many other issues in our communities like racial inequality, economic inequality, the social gap, and the lack of universal health care. Um, it's not something that can be combated in a short amount of time, so it's going to be a long-run issue. And even with countries that have universal health care like Canada, their dental health isn't covered by the plan. So many people can still buy dental insurance from their work or school, but that means there's still people in Canada or in other places without access to dental services. 
So it's really important to educate the youth on this issue and start making progress a little at a time. So I think it's a good idea for um, any organizations to send dental kits to rural and underserved communities. Um, things such as like floss, toothbrushes, toothpaste. It's always great to um, hold workshops to educate people on the importance of dental health. And of course, the fact that we're in this um, podcast right now and speaking on this issue is a great way to spread information and knowledge. And Okay, and it's always important to educate both parents and children on how to take care of their own oral health. Um, that includes encouraging regular brushing and flossing at a young age. And even if they can't visit the dentist regularly, they can do their best to take care of their own oral health at home. Definitely. And those are some really good solutions, making sure that you're taking care of yourself best. Um, if you are in a position to help out, whether that's taking things like floss and toothbrushes and toothpaste and stuff like that to um, uh, communities that require them. If you are involved in uh, dental care um, and are learning it, spreading that knowledge that you're learning, just spreading awareness in general about dental health disparities is very important. And speaking of organizations that talk about dental health, let's talk more about youth and dentistry, your organization. Well, I think the reason why I started youth and dentistry, because, you know, during the COVID season, everything is postponed. Like, people can't go to their dental office to get regular checkups. So I would like to teach people how to take care of oral, their oral health at home. So they don't need to go out and then since everything is closed. And then, well, the, at first I would just like want to give tips for others, but then more and more high schoolers found us. And then people were asking how we gonna like open applications where they want to join us. So I just, and then more and more people joined. And recently we have opened the application for Eastern Dentistry chapters. And we found that our first chapter is in Charlotte, North Carolina, but we're still working on another two chapters. So it's a secret and we'll be reviewed soon. Now we have like over a hundred volunteers and we also, we also give offer volunteer hours. People in our organization is really, really nice. And they're just trying their best and then we're just providing infos in the dental field for future dentists. I want to add on a little bit to that. Um, so I joined youth and dentistry, I think pretty early on um, as a social media manager. And I've always been interested in the dental field, but I never thought of really like starting an organization. And so I, we really got to thank Angela for that. But when I joined this team, I was really nervous and I was scared like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I'm doing anything like by myself without any friends. And so I didn't know what was going to be like, but this team has the most amazing and the most kind people. Um, just from speaking in our chats and stuff, everyone is so encouraging and we're always here to, we're all here with the same purpose, to really spread this knowledge, to really help out others and to educate the youth. So I think it's a great message. And I think your organization is really cool. They are Youth and Dentistry on Instagram. That is at Youth and Dentistry. No, uh, no capital, no capital. Just Youth and Dentistry. Make sure you follow them. I follow them. They have really good content on their page. 
Um, if you are interested, listeners, in joining them, uh, make uh, feel free to check out their page. Anything else you'd like to add? I'd like to thank you so much to Health Needs SR for this opportunity to speak for your podcast. I'm very glad that we're talking about this issue of dental disparities because it is a very important issue that we're facing everywhere on earth. And I'm super excited to be working with you in the future and helping each other grow. Thank you. Yeah, to add on, I think dental field is a field like people always not pay much attention to. Like people generally will pay attention to medical field, but like, you know, most people wouldn't interested in be doing in like joining dentistry clubs or whatever. So thank you for having us and hope I hope to work with you in the future. We at Health Needs Rx are honored to be working with you guys, youth and dentistry. Um, you have brought a lot of really good points, a lot of things to keep in mind about our own dental health as well as dental health disparities, ways that we can combat dental health disparities, ways that de- health professionals can think about dental health disparities, things that we need to know about our own oral health, how to take care of our teeth and our and our oral spaces. And so we'd like to thank you. Yes, dental health is something that is oft overlooked, um, and it's definitely something to keep in mind for our wonderful listeners. And on that, I would like to say my name is Pregya Chaudhary. I am from Health Needs Rx. We were joined today by Youth in Dentistry. And uh, thank you so much for helping us out, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Thank you for listening.